everybody, and welcome back to the Out to Be podcast. I am your host, Katie Zaccardi, and thank you for joining me today. I am excited for today's episode because we are going to talk about five simple changes you can make in your day to have more energy. And keyword here is simple. So I'm going to give you five really easy things that you can implement starting today so that each day you feel more energized and therefore you can get more done with more enthusiasm and with a better attitude because we all know with energy comes good good vibes. So before we dive in, I want to let you know that there is a freebie that goes along with this episode and that freebie is recipes. So it's my favorite super easy, again, easy and quick recipes that you can use and you can make um, any day, any time, any circumstance, most of these recipes are made so that you can take them with you for long days. So like, let's say that you're on tour and it's, you know, you have to like keep this stuff in a tour bus or something. Um, or say you have to make meal prep and then you are off to a long day of teaching or a long day of rehearsals. These recipes are purposefully made in a way to make it super easy and work with those crazy schedules and crazy circumstances. So, as much as possible, I've tried to make the, make the food so that they're like relatively non-perishable. Obviously, all food is perishable in some way, right? <laughs> but it's healthy, but it will last you and it won't go bad super um, quickly. So you can check out that freebie to use after you finish up this episode at bit.ly slash out to be recipes. And then you can just download that freebie again. In that PDF, there's going to be a bunch of recipes, not too many, not an overwhelming amount, but it's going to be my recommendations for easy recipes you can make for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, as well as super quick and easy snacks that you can take with you. Um, And my intention with this is also to save you money because I know that as musicians, money is such a big stressor, stressor. And when we don't plan ahead for meals, Often, it's so much easier to just eat out and spend way more money than you intended, especially if you live in a big city like New York or LA where it can get really expensive if you keep eating out. So anyway, check out this freebie. You can get it at bit.ly slash out to be recipes. It's going to give you everything you need to start healthy food regimen and more importantly, eat foods that keep you energized, keep you saving money and make you just feel really confident about your food choices and not have to waste time or energy thinking about what food you're going to eat, how you're going to get it and things like that. But instead, just have go-tos that make it so much easier, save you that time and energy that you can spend doing other things aside from thinking about food. Okay, so that being said, let's dive into the five simple changes you can make in your day to have more energy. So the first thing you can do is do a sleep audit. So number one is do a sleep audit. Now what I mean by that is basically auditing your sleep. I want you to ask yourself, am I getting enough sleep? Ask yourself, do I wake up feeling rested? If the answer is yes, awesome. You can basically move on to number two. If the answer is no, then you're going to have to ask yourself some follow-up questions. And those questions are, if well, first of all, if not, why, right? So we want to get to the why. Are you getting enough hours of sleep? Are you getting too much sleep? Which we know can sometimes actually make us tired. So figure out if that's the case. If you're not getting enough sleep, where can you adjust so that you're either waking up? 
a little bit later or going to bed a little bit earlier. Even just a half hour to start can make a huge, huge difference. If you're sleeping too much, well, again, adjust your sleeping schedule so that you are getting a little bit less sleep and finding that magic number that feels really good to you. Now, a lot of people will say, I only need seven hours of sleep. That's what adults need, so that's what I'm getting, but I'm still tired, but like technically I'm getting enough. I'm just going to throw this out here and say that that's not necessarily true. I need about nine hours of sleep to be a fully functioning human being, and that's okay. Some people just need less than me. Some people need like five hours of sleep, and they are awesome, and they can like excel and be really energized. That's not my life, but whatever it is for you, experiment. And so if you think that you're like getting enough Um, but you're always feeling tired, see how it feels to get a little bit more and see if that makes a difference. I know it can sound kind of silly, but often we don't really think about what we specifically need. We just think about what's quote unquote normal. So find what works for you. If you're waking up feeling tired and you think it has something to do with the hours that you're sleeping, adjust and figure out what works. Now, I know, again, that you'd be like, well, yeah, that would be nice, but I'm always gigging or it's impossible for me to get to bed any earlier and I just don't know how I can make this work. Where there is a will, there is a way. So I want you to take a moment, make sleep a priority for you and figure out if it's possible at all. Again, start with small increments, 15 minutes, 30 minutes to say, okay, if I take a late night set, then I'm not going to schedule anything early in the morning so that I can sleep in. Or maybe you don't take sets past a certain time so that you know you can be home by a certain time and get to bed by a certain time. So those are just very small things that you can do in order to adjust your sleep schedule. But it's really important. I know that sleep can be the thing that goes to the wayside. It's really important to start with this And make those small adjustments so that you are getting the sleep that you really need. Now, maybe you are getting the hours of sleep, but you're still waking up feeling unrested. So ask yourself as well, is it something having to do with the environment? Maybe your bed is really uncomfortable or your pillow is really uncomfortable. Maybe you're super hot or super cold at night. Maybe where you live, it's too loud. Maybe it's not dark enough. These are all valid things that could cause you to not get the quality sleep. So you might be sleeping the hours, but you're not really getting the quality sleep and therefore you're waking up feeling a little groggy still. So do this sleep audit and figure out what might be lacking in your sleep routine, what might be stopping you from really getting the quality sleep that you want and you need, and then make the change. So if it is a pillow, invest in a new pillow. If it is that you're freezing or that you're too warm, make sure that you adjust the temperature. Listen, again, you might be listening to this and be like, this sounds so stupid, but I, when I lived in a New York City apartment, those old apartments, the radiators, which you have basically no control over, um, maybe you can turn them off, I'm not even sure, but like you want your apartment to be warm, but then when you're sleeping and they're blasting out of your control, it's a freaking sauna in those rooms. And your skin gets so dry. And if you have sensitive skin like me, when it's dry, I'm more prone to eczema. So then I'm itching and like, it's a nightmare, right? So as silly, again, as it might sound, this stuff really matters. So I remember when I was living in this apartment in the city, I would have to um, open the window in the middle of, like, dead middle of winter. Dead winter. And I would have to open a window so I could get cool air in to cool down my apartment. 
It was ridiculous. But again, that just proves my point. It can be a a myriad of things, silly things that you might not consider. And for me as well, if the room is not dark enough, I have to wear my eye mask or I can't fall asleep. And I've noticed so many times that when I put that eye mask on, I fall asleep in a matter of minutes. But if I don't have it on, I'm tossing and turning and I can't fall asleep. So simple things, but they can make a huge difference in your sleep. Do the sleep audit and then make those small changes so that you can start sleeping better and start waking up more energized. So now once you've woken up, you're feeling good, let's move on to number two, which is morning hydration. So we all know that hydration is really important. I think it's super great to get this in in the morning so that one, you don't have to worry about it as much during the day, but two, if you do happen to have a busy day ahead of you, a day where you're in rehearsal and you just are really focused, maybe a day where you're on tour or you're walking around all day or you're just kept very busy, it can be hard to remember to drink water, okay? We've all been there. So it's great to start the morning with a bunch of water because if that happens, at least you know that you've got a significant amount in upon waking up. Plus, when we wake up, um, we just went like eight or like however much you sleep, depending on your sleep on it, but like seven to eight to nine hours, maybe even 10 hours. Cause some of us aren't really like chugging water before we go to bed without drinking anything. So you need to rehydrate your body, which makes it even more important to do this in the morning. So two of my favorite ways to get in water and hydration in the morning is the first is to do lemon water. So lemon water is just a cup of warm water with squeeze like half a lemon in. You could do a whole lemon if that works for you. And then if you want to take it to the next step, you can even put a pinch of Himalayan sea salt in. Now, trust me, it doesn't taste gross. It doesn't taste like you're drinking salt. I promise you that. Don't put too much, literally just a pinch. But what's great about this is it's actually a natural Gatorade. So it helps you replenish your electrolytes and helps you really get rehydrated up. And it's nice because even if you do drink coffee, I personally am not a coffee drinker, love tea, but um, actually prefer tea in the afternoon, not even in the morning. So even if you do drink coffee, it's nice to have this warm beverage and get that water in. Coffee is, is all well and good. It can be a little bit dehydrating. So even just adding this into your routine as something you can drink before your coffee or alongside it is great to really kickstart that hydration and replace your electrolytes. And I also love my morning smoothie. So my smoothie in the morning is something that I've done every morning for probably two years now. And I love it. Even in the winter, I'm doing my smoothie and trust me, it's worth it. I used to be the person also who could not go without eating breakfast and a snack. And that's because I wasn't really eating a super nutritious first breakfast. So before lunch, I would have breakfast and a snack. And now since I've changed to my smoothie, not only does it take me less than five minutes to make this smoothie and make, therefore make my breakfast and the whole, my whole meal for my first three or four hours of the day, but I'm full most of the time until lunch. And if I'm not full until lunch, no big deal. I just have a snack, but most of the time I'm full until lunch. So I'll also mention that I love the morning smoothie because I don't really have to sit down and like spend a bunch of time eating breakfast, which I'm not, I, you know, I like breakfast, but I'm not the kind of person who like 
leisurely eats breakfast in the morning. That's just not really me. So <laughs> this is really great because you can make the smoothie and if you are on the go, you can take it with you, but still get a nutritious breakfast in. And this kind of leads into number three, which is eat a nutritious breakfast. So the morning smoothie could be one. And if you get that freebie at bit.ly slash out to be recipes, I'm going to give you a morning smoothie recipe on there that you can use. And I'm also going to give you an oatmeal recipe. Now, both of these are really, really yummy breakfasts that will help you get some nutrients in at the beginning of the day. And again, this is really important because if you are super active during the day, if you have a job where sometimes you realize you forget to eat or you don't eat until a little bit later, or if you have the tendency to not plan your meals and then, you know, order out and you don't really know exactly the ingredients they use for this or how healthy it is and things like that, no shame at all. But see if you can control at least one of your meals and start the day off on a nutritious foot so that you are still getting your nutrients in for the day. Again, I'm going to give you two great recipes for this in the freebie, so you can for sure check that out. But Um, either a smoothie, which I love, and actually in my smoothies, I do use a protein powder from Equilibrium Nutrition, and this protein powder, it's made with pea protein, which is great because it's vegan, um, for anybody who's vegan or vegetarian or just wants to stay away from dairy, you know, as singers, dairy can create mucus, so it's not the best thing to have, so staying away from like a whey protein is probably for the best as singers if you are a singer. And the protein that I use has a bunch of vitamins and minerals in it. So in my morning smoothie, I'm basically also taking a multivitamin for the day. And you can get this protein powder from Equilibrium if you want. It's a little bit on the pricier side, but you could also pick up a protein powder Uh, at Whole Foods or your local health store or anything like that. So play around with what you like, play around with the flavors you like, with what works for you, and find a protein powder that you really like. But I do recommend putting one in your smoothie because not only will it bulk the smoothie up and keep you fuller, it'll get more of those nutrients in. So definitely recommend that. I also sometimes will use a greens powder also from Equilibrium, Equilibrium Nutrition, which is the daily fruit and vegetable blend so that's great because there's like I don't know 24 or something like that fruits and vegetables in this one powder so you get a lot of servings of that just in the smoothie so those are some hacks as well that you can use and plus you can put things in there like chia seeds or or hemp seeds or things like that to add a little bit more fiber or protein or whatever you want to put in there And then for the oatmeal, really, you can do the same. Oatmeal will definitely keep you fuller longer. Um, Honestly, you could actually have both of these things. Some mornings, if I'm really hungry, I will have a small smoothie and a bowl of oatmeal. So it's totally up to you. And of course, there's plenty of other things you can eat that are not a smoothie and oatmeal. I'm just giving you some suggestions and telling you what I like to go for just based on my taste preferences. But Getting a, you know, gluten-free rolled oats and just making a quick bowl of oatmeal and putting in some nut butter or um, sun sunflower seed butter, some cacao or sunflower seeds or chia seeds or flax seeds. Like, there's so many ways you could go about it. I love, I love like, you know, classic banana and peanut butter and adding anything else in from there, but... That will allow you, again, get those nutrients in, jam pack it with 
goodness with fiber, carbs, protein, and just have it taste really good and keep you full so that if you do have a busy day, you have energy, you have fuel to get you through that first part of your day and you're not just running on stress and like adrenaline, which can sometimes happen when we don't eat. All right, now moving on to number four. The fourth simple change you can make to have more energy. This is taking a little bit of a different direction, but this one is going to be to batch your days so that you're not switching from task to task. Now, I totally understand that this isn't always possible, but wherever you can, try to batch your days or theme your days so that you're not switching parts of your brain, which can be really draining. So for example, if you are waking up and doing pitches to press and then you are going to write a song, going to a co-write let's say, and then you come back and you are coming up with social media content and then later on you are playing a show. You're switching between a lot of parts in your brain. First the admin side, then you're going to the songwriting creative side, then yeah you're still a little creative but you're writing content which is a little bit different and then you're getting into performance zone. Those things are all kind of different, right? And so while, again, it's not always possible to have the perfect day, but see if you can theme your days so that on the days where you are doing admin stuff, you're doing all your admin stuff. You're reaching out, you're booking shows, you're talking to press, you're doing things like that. And then on the days where you have shows, maybe you take that opportunity to rest for a good portion of the day or simply create a little bit and practice to get ready for that show. And then maybe you do have days where you get in that creative zone and you write and co-write and edit songs and get things ready for that. And then days where you create content and things like that. You can find what works for you and you can figure out how you best like to theme your days. There's no right or wrong way to do this. That's simply a suggestion. But figure out how you can optimize your mental energy so that you're not switching in between tasks and constantly having to get into a different zone, get back into a different mode of working. Because we all know what it's like to be in the zone and then be pulled out of the zone. And when we're in the zone, we're actually kind of like optimizing our energy. But when we're going in and out of the zone, we're wasting energy. So try to get in the zone and stay in the zone as much as you can during your days. And then the last tip taking us to the end of the day is going to be to put your phone away an hour before bed. So again, this is a very simple change you can make in your day and you could start off slow. I say an hour before bed, but if you're not used to doing this, start 15 minutes, then go a half hour, then go 45 minutes, then work your way up to an hour before bed. The reason why this is so beneficial is because when we are on our phones, before bed and we are constantly checking, we're getting that blue light um, from our phones or from our TV, it raises our cortisol. And when we are going to bed, cortisol is basically stress levels and it controls, you know, our energy levels throughout the day. So when we wake up, we actually want to have higher cortisol because we just woke up, we're ready to tackle the day and that's simply how our energy levels work. But when we're going to bed, our cortisol levels are supposed to be lower so that we can then fall asleep and get into that deep sleep, that parasympathetic mode and really, really get a good night's sleep. So when we're looking at blue light, it can raise cortisol, which is not so much what we want when we are preparing for bed. So by turning your phone off or just 
putting it away, like it doesn't really have to be off, but just putting it away and not looking at it before bed, you will much easier be able to relax your body as you prepare for sleep and then therefore get a deeper sleep and then therefore wake up with more energy. So (laughs) there you go. Um, One of my favorite tools to help do this, if you have an iPhone, if you don't have an iPhone, I'm sure there's something similar. Unfortunately, I'm not aware of what it is, but if you have an iPhone, you can set the bedtime up. So let's see, let me pull it up right now. Basically, you can go to the clock in your iPhone. So you go to clock and then in like the bottom bar of clock, there's world clock, alarm, and then you'll see bedtime. So click on bedtime and then you can set your bedtime. So this is great for hack number one and number five to do this because it'll help you both regulate your sleep schedule and remind you to go to bed at a certain time. And it will also put your phone on do not disturb and remind you to put your phone away if you are just getting in the habit of doing that. So you can set your bedtime to a certain time and then uh, 15 minutes before your bedtime, it will send you a reminder on your phone to that bedtime is in 15 minutes. So at that point, if you are getting in the habit of turning off your phone or putting it away, you can take that cue and do that and get ready for bed. And it will also put your phone on do not disturb so that you're not getting notifications in the middle of the night or as you're trying to go to sleep that keep you distracted. And then the wake up time will be your alarm so that will wake you up um, in the morning. So that's one hack that I like to use. And another hack, of course, is to come up with a bedtime routine that you really enjoy. So if you're a night showerer, you can put your phone away before you shower, get in your pajamas, maybe, you know, drink some water before you get go to bed, do whatever you usually do before bed and take the opportunity to put your phone away before a specific step of your routine so that it becomes a habit and it becomes a part of your routine that you can easily do and easily remember to do because it's attached to that other habit. So I like to read before bed. So normally about half hour to an hour before I want to actually be asleep, I will put my phone away, just put it to charge and not look at it. I'll get cozy, I'll get in my pajamas, maybe I'll make a cup of tea and I'll do anything else that I want to do before the day ends that's not on my phone or my computer. And then I will get in bed, take my allergy medicine, you know, do things like that, take any supplements or medication that you might need to do. Um, And then I'll start reading my book and usually most nights I'll just read it for as long as I feel like it, maybe a half hour. I'm kind of a slow reader, so um, I usually just try to read one chapter, but if it's a long chapter or if I'm tired, I might just read a little bit and then put it away and go to bed. So these are five easy things you can do, easy changes you can make to your routine to have more energy each day when you wake up. I want you guys to try these out. You can start with one at a time and just slowly make these changes and slowly integrate them into your routine, but let me know how this makes a difference for you and for your energy levels. Tag me at Katie Zaccardi on Instagram. I want to know what you try and how it goes for you. But trust me, these are the exact things that I use in my routine so that I wake up having more energy. And if you know me and you listen to me on the podcast and you see me on Instagram, I don't drink coffee. I don't do any of that stuff. You know, no energy drinks for me. I naturally am able to show up with this energy every day because, well, most days, (laughs) but because I have these things in my routine 
to support me through that, to support my body and my energy levels throughout the day. So give it a try and notice how you feel. All right, so that's today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Again, be sure to screenshot this episode and post on Instagram what you tried and what worked for you and tag me at Katie Zaccardi so that I can reshare it. I can't wait to hear from you. And don't forget to grab the freebie from this week's episode at bit.ly slash out to be recipes. And of course, the link will be in the show notes as well. Thank you all for joining me and I will talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.